thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, as the UK experiences some of its hottest weather on record, two leading conservation charities are releasing bison back into the wild for the first time in thousands of years in a bid to help tackle the climate crisis. The European bison were released into West Bleen and Thorndon Woods in Kent and were described as ecosystem engineers due to their ability to restore biodiversity to a monoculture landscape and to restore layers to the forest by naturally felling trees. It'll also help create wetter areas that will both store carbon and reduce flood risk. The project, funded by Kent Wildlife Trust and Wildwood Trust and funded by the players of People's Postcode Lottery, will be the first time bison have roamed in the UK for thousands of years. Evan Bowen-Jones, Chief Executive Officer at Kent Wildlife Trust, said, The restoration of natural functioning ecosystems is a vital and inexpensive tool in tackling the climate crisis. The bison will help create climate-resistant landscapes, which can adapt to the challenges presented by the crisis we face. We want Wilderbleen to mark the beginning of a new era for conservation in the UK. We need to revolutionise the way we restore natural landscapes, relying less on human intervention and more on natural engineers like bison, boar and beaver. Equally important is that the Wilderbleen project will connect people with nature in a way that hasn't been possible before in the UK, because we haven't had big, wild animals present in our landscapes. We hope that those who visit the woodland and learn about the project will be inspired by what we're doing and become champions of nature too. The bison will soon be joined by other grazing animals, including Exmoor ponies, Iron Age pigs and Longhorn cattle, whose natural behaviours complement the bison and will help to manage the landscape without the need for human intervention. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion is that this is really exciting. You know, it's like we've finally humbled to the intelligence of nature. We've finally realized that nature is more complex, more convoluted, more balanced, more beautiful than we've been led to believe. And that, you know, we as humans can come in and try and change things and try and have an impact and try and do it our way. But really, it's usually only ever a simile and a poor simile of what nature is doing by itself. You know, the best way to get nature back to being nature is to try and restore it back to the way it was and let it look after itself. So, you know, I think this is really interesting. I I think this is really exciting. It comes back to understanding the beauty of nature and the balance of nature and the homeostasis of nature. It also comes back to an understanding that we need animals in our nature. You know, we can't just have monoculture crops everywhere. We can't just have monocultures in nature everywhere. We need to have a healthy balance between plants and animals in order to have a healthy environment because those plants do provide nutrients and fertilizer back into the soil. You know, when they're working in a balanced and healthy way, they do actually help restore carbon into the soil. You know, and so I think this is a good reminder for the vegan movements and the plant-based movements who want to stop or want to reduce the balance of animals and plants and plant, you know, fields and fields and acres and acres of plants in order to feed the world, that that's actually not the way that nature works. That's not going to restore balance to our planet. That's not going to restore harmony to our planet. And ultimately, I don't think that's going to be good for the animals of the world. I think diversity over monocultures is ultimately what's best for the planet, is ultimately what's best for the environment, and as a result, is ultimately what's best for all the animals of the world. 
So I think the important message from this is let's not lose sight of nature in our attempts to save it. You know, if we want to be environmentalist, if we want to be saving the world, then we need to understand that it doesn't just take plants. It takes plants and animals and they have to be in a healthy balance and we have to be creating ecosystems rather than monocultures. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.